everybody, welcome to King Legend Talks. We got the one and only Shepherd coming today to the podcast. I want to say thank you so much for your time, brother. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How you doing, man? I'm excellent. It's a blessing to have you here, man. First of all, congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far, man. Um, thank, you, thank you, thank you. I've been looking at your stuff, and I got to say, man, I'm really impressed, bro. I really am. You know, um, just for the people that may not know who you are, we got you coming out of Miami, Florida. Stop me if I say something incorrect, please. Yeah, <laughs> we got yeah, you coming yeah. from Miami, Florida. Uh, we got uh, Game Time. This song right yeah. here went crazy, like absolutely yeah. crazy. I'm talking over 14 million streams. It was picked up by a lot of places like Space Jam 2, NBA 2K20, ESPN, Fox Sports, BET, Revolt. I mean, you've been on national tour with uh, Ace Hood, and the music in general, every time I listen to it, I, I get this gym vibe. Like, it's that uppity beat. It's not nothing really, you know, kind of slow. It's like getting people to participate in what's actually happening. Um, you do a great job of capturing that in your music. So today, we want to talk about your testimony, bro, because a lot of people, they can hear your music, they can get all... And they good vibe, they feeling everything. But we want to know a little bit more about who you are as a person. Okay. Do you care to elaborate for us today? That's what I'm asking. A hundred percent. I got you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you for acknowledging all the accomplishments, man. God is good. He, like you said, man, God has opened so many doors, so many opportunities that are beyond me, beyond skill and talent. You know, you see his hand, you see his favor on a lot of it. So on all of it. So yeah, of course, man. I would love to share my testimony, you know what I'm saying, for the followers and, you know, everybody who's tapped in, listening to us. I want them to be able to know my story, man. Absolutely. Well, let's get started, man. So coming out of Miami, Florida, we got Shepard in the building. So let's go ahead and talk about your childhood really quick. You know, what was it like being raised up in that environment, Miami? You know, um, what was it, what was it like? Yeah, man. So I was, uh, I was born in Hialeah Hospital. I was in Miami for a couple of years and then I moved down to Broward. Um, it was, it was, it was what it was, man. Uh, I'm a child of an immigrant mother who was raised three of us by herself. You know what I'm saying? So single mom raising three kids and she's a Christian. So early on, you know, we, we was going to church with my mom. I didn't even know what we was doing. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm going to church for the third time this week. What's going on? Right. And uh, with time, like she's always taught us like, uh, the Bible is the word of God. You can have your personal relationship with God. Uh, you could uh, experience him for yourself. Uh, so my mom was quick to make it our beliefs, not just hers. Mm. And uh, yeah, it, it started young. I got saved at an early age. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my uh, audience knows me because of my faith and my talking about God. So I got saved at an early age, probably eight or nine years old, around the time my parents split up. And then, um, yeah. I started writing at that time too. Okay. I got saved, man. I got saved. And as a child, like I was raised here in Broward, a uh, rough neighborhood. And, you know, it, it was tough times. You got a single immigrant mother, barely no English, you know what I'm saying? Raising three kids by herself. So right. uh, it was, it, yeah, it's part of my story. It makes me who I am today. So I can only imagine having to be uh, somewhat tough coming up like that. You know, um, you kind of being a man of the house low key when you, when you, in that kind of environment with a single mother, naturally you want to be protective, you know what I'm saying? Everything that's going on. Um, speaking about your faith, specifically speaking, what was that thing that really 
got you into like the faith with Jesus Christ? Like what was that thing that really drew you to him? Yeah, I think it was, it was, uh, and I have a, a great relationship with my dad now. You feel me? So I just want to put that out there as well. But it was my, it was my parents' divorce. So okay. it was my parents' divorce. I think my dad leaving was obviously like a, a huge mark on me as a kid. Uh, God has a family unit like that for a reason. And uh, in that season, like in prayer and like being, feeling confused, not what's not knowing what's going on, I was like eight, nine years old. Uh, God showed me in those moments that he is my father. And though I don't live with my natural father, like God is my father. And then just, just knowing that, that gave me so much comfort, so much peace, so much presence uh, that I needed in my life. God started using men from the local church and from my community to step in and like mentor me and stuff like that. So like those were like the the imprints of who God is to me as a as an early age. So. Okay. And, and did you ever get involved with the street life at all? You know, or was you just the church guy? You know, <laughs> hey, hey, keep it keep it one hundred uh, with it. Just what we like to talk about. We like to know. Like, yeah, cause um, yeah. people don't all don't they don't know until they ask, and so yeah. this is an opportunity to really put it all out there. <laughs> hey, I rock with you. Uh, what what it was? Yes, yes, and no. So I was the guy because I had met the Lord at an early age. I had that deep conviction within me whenever I was doing something I knew I was supposed to be doing. Like I feel like the Lord would like physically remove me out of situations. So I was. I remember this part. It's crazy. Like. A lot of drugs were moving around when I was young. So I saw cocaine and stuff when I was in seventh grade. I remember that my boys were like selling. One of my homies had an older brother who was selling and he brought some to the school. Mm -hmm. we were in, we were in, a, in the middle school bathroom and he, he pointed out his backpack. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like little things like that. I started hanging out with the, you know what I'm saying? The dealers and they would tell, I remember I had no business doing this. I was in seventh grade and my friend bought a gun in his backpack. Wow. And that was like after school at the park playing basketball. He's like, yo, check it out. Opens up his backpack, show me what he got. And I'm like, whoa, what's this? I put my hand in the bag, you know what I'm saying? Just to grab it. Right. And like I was in those situations. And I remember like hanging out with those dudes. And I remember the Lord just telling me, like, you are different. Like, you don't have to do this. And I remember just having that conviction in my mind and my heart so many times, so many times that it started rocking me. And I couldn't like, not talk about God. So I'll be hanging out with them doing stupid stuff. And yeah. I'm like, yo, you know, God loves you, man. And they look yeah. at me like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I'm like, dang, because I knew this truth within me. I just wanted to be accepted. I spent a lot of my time in my younger age trying to be accepted by others. And, uh, you know, God started pulling in my heartstrings, man. I think that's a fact, though, because, like, when, you, when you're around that age, when your parents are really kind of trying to raise you in the right way, you know what I'm saying? Because I grew up like that, too. So I know exactly what you mean where you feel like I feel convicted, like I ain't supposed to be doing this. Like for the people that don't know, like when your parents is really trying to instill Jesus Christ into you, you really have this conscience that's super loud every time you try to do wrong. Like I yeah. can hang out with the wrong people and it's like the whole time everybody else having a good time. I'm over here tripping like, man, I know I ain't yeah. supposed to be over here. I know I'm doing <laughs> yeah. something wrong. Mm-hmm. That's facts. And, like, I feel like it's so – that's God's grace, man. You know what I'm saying? I think about it. I think about my story. It's crazy. So part of my story around that time, I had a friend who overdosed on heroin. He was a pastor's kid. And I remember when that happened, that that shook me to my core, like, so much. You know what I'm saying? That 
it actually radicalized me for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So I remember being like 14, 15. I was getting in fights a lot. That's what I used to do. Like, I wouldn't let nobody talk crazy. I'm a big dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm throwing hands every time. They knew me at the school. Like, I remember sixth or seventh grade, I was smaller. Eighth grade, I had a beard, basically. You know what I'm saying? I was, hey, like, he said I had a beard. You, that's what happens when you drink whole milk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, uh, and um, what's crazy is I was brolic. You know what I'm saying? And by eighth grade. And, like, I took pride in, like, not letting anybody talk crazy to me. I beat them up, all that stuff. And I remember the Lord would be convicting me. And then one of my childhood friends passed away from a heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. And I remember when that happened, man, I just had, like, uh, something shook me to my core. Um, that, like, I had to start living for Jesus boldly and walking in that and sharing my faith. And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of you in, in, in sections. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, I'm following. I'm following. You know, yeah. um, it's so important that people recognize that everyone goes through this process where, and I'm talking, if you're a true believer, you go through this process where there's this crossroad where you become bold for the Lord. Like, uh-huh. at that crossroad, there's something that, that snaps in you where you're no longer that same person you used to be. And it's that boldness that's, that stays with you. And I feel like when you can... Be- can become bold in the Lord, that's when you truly get it. You know, that's yeah. that moment where it's like, all right, now I'm about to walk in this authority Christ gave me, you know, yeah. and I'm going to be bold about it. I'm not going to let nobody talk me out of this situation. You know, I'm going to use my faith and I'm going to exercise it because I know the promises of God. You know, yeah. there's a certain level of confidence that come from having that connection and that relationship with Christ where you can really step into your blessings because you know they belong to you. And a lot of people, they don't get that. You know what I'm saying? And so they can kind of look at you crazy. Like, oh, man, look at this Jesus freak, man. Oh, here he go. (laughs) You know, and that no longer fades you when you get to that bold level. And Mm -hmm. so it's it's, for some people, it's just straight zeal. But when you get to that bold level, there ain't no turning back. Yeah. So um, name a time in in your journey, man, where you hit that level where it was like, man, this is for real. Like, you know, I ain't backing down. This is who I am. That's what bold yeah. is like. It's like, this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Now facts. I think I, yeah, you, you segued it into that time. So when my, when my buddy passed away, uh, you know, it shook me and a lot of people from our church cause he was a pastor's kid. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, everybody just kind of looking at each other. Like, ain't nobody safe out here. You know what I'm saying? That's the pastor's kid, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just Chef President to me. <laughs> hey, shout out Nick. But um, I remember when that happened, bro. I was like, I had like this existential crisis. Like, now nah, I know God is real. I know He's working in my life. I gotta start living this out. You know what I'm saying? I can't be slacking. I can't give it fifty percent, ninety percent. I'm supposed to be at hundred percent. And I remember I was getting baptized. I say this all the time. In Hispanic culture is like, you get you get baptized like nine like ninety nine times. To be real with you, they want to make sure you say. They want to make sure you. You know what I'm saying? That he ain't watched all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting body slammed in, in, in the ocean every other month. You know what I'm saying? I, I did like a whole bunch of altar calls. I'm saying I'm trying to live for God, live for God. And I was uh, in, in a way. But after that had happened, I remember I was getting baptized in my backyard. And we was having like a, a barbecue and stuff like that as well. It was like a celebration type baptism. I started weeping. I started weeping when I hit the water. I'm like, I'm crying. I'm I, everybody looking at me like, yo, he's tripping. Like, what's happening? Like, this is a 99th time he got baptized, brother. He should be used to this. You right. Know? 
But for me, it was so much deeper, man. It was so much deeper what was happening in my heart and my mind. I thought about my buddy who passed away. Uh, I had another buddy who had committed suicide around that time as well. So then it was just kind of like, I was just thinking through it all. I was like, God, I want to be a vessel. You know what I'm saying? I want to burn bright. I want to burn bright. I want to beam. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is, whatever the gifts are, the passions, I was already writing at that time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all this stuff that's within me, just use it. You know what I'm saying? Just use it. And I remember I got baptized that day, and I, and I felt like I never went back. You know what I'm saying? Like, God really unleashed something within me. So I'd be in school talking about Christ at lunch, um, and, you know, people would make fun of me. You know what I'm saying? I'd be rejected. I would get made fun of, like, who I am. Now, people don't be like, oh, no, he raw on the music. And I would get roasted. I was getting cooked by, by, by my same boys, man. Yeah. By the very people that was doing dirt and I was hanging out with them, they could not see what I saw. And I wasn't mad at them. I just continued inviting them over my house. We had a Bible study growing up at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, we would be reading the Bible at the crib. My mom said, reading Spanish. And me and my older brother would translate. You know what I'm saying? We would pray at the crib. Neighborhood kids would come over to the crib with their bikes and stuff. Wow. I remember going to high school. We were in high school. Uh, shout out to my dogs at uh, First Priority. That's something that they do here in, in, in South Florida. It's on campus. We'll host Bible studies on campus. We was in high school, man. That joint grew from five people to almost a hundred by senior year. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we just we ah, 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 talking about the gospel. Ah, 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 talking about the gospel. We rapping. I got my homies coming from Miami. Oh, Jesus is king. He's Lord. You gotta know who he is. You know what I'm saying? I was just like on fire. Like I saw it clearly. You know what I'm saying? That right. God is real. He's coming back. He cares about you. You know what I'm saying? And God had had started using that, that zeal, that fervor. Uh, to share the gospel, to make music that glorifies him. You know what I'm saying? I love that, man, because, like, people need to hear that because mm -hmm. someone that may just come on to your music because it's starting to be more trending now and things like that, they want to dig deep and find your roots. And you explaining it to us that way, it shows me at least that you really was into this Bible. You're not really yeah. just making songs and throwing God in there every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really was yeah. about it. And so I think that's important. That's why I like to have people on this podcast as well, because there is sometimes people be kind of just, you know, this the market for it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Faking. Yeah, yeah pump faking. faking. Yeah. So <laughs> we got to have people out here that really share their testimony so people can really connect the dots. Like, okay, yeah. you know, this person is really doing his thing for Christ and he truly believes that in his heart and he's passionate about it. You know, yeah. um, now moving forward just a little bit, when we get to this music, you know, let, let's let's dive deep into the first time God showed you that this was it. Like, this is what yeah. your calling is. Yeah, man, I remember this class. It's funny, I was talking about this the other day. I was like 15, 16, I was writing a bunch of goals down in a notebook. And one thing, I was like, I could see it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I joke around with my homies. Like, I could see it before it happens. I wrote down, like... Some of the, the songs are going to be in the movies. Millions of people going to hear it. It's going to be in TV. It's going to be in video games. It's going to be in stadiums. Watch, athletes. I wrote it down. And you fast forward 2019, I'm doing uh, urban missionary work in the west side of Chicago uh, with my homie Brian. And um, game time blew up. <laughs> and it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really did happen. Yeah. So it's like I, I started realizing, like, we was doing shows and stuff all over South Florida. I'm in high school and like people coming up to me buying my mixtape. I would have mixtape and sign them. You know what I'm saying? So you were in high school when this was taking place? In high school. Man. Game time blew up right out of high school. But okay. like right before that, 
I started touring all over Florida, boom, boom, boom. We going around. I'm in my mom's minivan, you know what I'm saying? Just going to show to show, just performing in the trunk. I got the, the CDs that I printed out. I used some money I had saved up to print out like 150 CDs. We sold all of them out, you know what I'm saying? And people starting to pull up to the shows. And I started seeing like, yo, people actually rock with the music. And I was so bold about my faith. Like every single bar was like breaking yeah. down text. You know what I'm saying? Testimony, like God is real. And, and realizing like, I just want to be able to get this out. All that is within me, I want to get it out for the world. And when I started, people started messaging me and letting me know like, yo, this impacted me or I appreciate your faith. Or like, thank you for being open about your testimony and your struggles. Like I would share that. And I understood that people could relate and that's what was the difference when people were able to relate to my story. I got a, I got a long sleeve on, but I'm I'm tatted up and got earrings. Young yeah, man. I, I saw, I noticed. Dude. And some people look at me and they're like, yo, are you a Christian? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I am. I am a Christian. I love God. I might look different. I might sound different. I might talk different. I might not, I might dress different. You feel me? But you look at me, you know, and people could relate and be like, yo, he a Christian. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the tattoos, man, a lot of people, when they see that, that's just people on the outside looking in, you know what I'm saying? Judging people yeah. by their exterior. You know, that's the thing about God. He judges you by your heart, your character. Yeah. That's what he look at. He, he don't care if you look the cleanest, squeaky clean on the outside, but if your heart is corrupted, that's the only thing that matters to him, you know, Facts. and that's a big deal. And if we're going to be like Christ, we got to have that same mentality. There's a lot of people that really be prejudging people and be prejudiced, really, you know, towards people based on how you think a Christian should look. And yeah. that ain't right. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to really get to know somebody. You got to really get to ask people questions, you know, and, and that's just a big deal. You know, I don't want to take away from what we talk about, but it's so important for people to understand if you feel some type of way about somebody, you got if you got your your uh, concerns, your skepticism, yeah. reach out to the individual and ask them. I don't know how yeah. complicated is that today. We yeah. live in a society where people would rather get on social media, make a post about you, than to send a DM. Like it don't make sense to me. You rather talk right. about this person like you would have had dialogue with them. You know, right. like you'd have really had that talk with this person right. and then put them on blast and you ain't even go see who this person really was if they really wow. genuine about that you know and i just felt yeah. the need to share that with people because that's really happening nowadays on a large scale yeah. and um so many people are being hurt by that bro um just yeah. in the church just in general there's a lot of people they're spiritual infants they don't know what's going on they see all yeah. this controversy they like yo what's up with this? i thought he I don't know who to believe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who to, right. you know, it's confusing. So that's real. That's real. I would say, man, I went, I went through something similar, uh, specifically when I went on tour with Ace Hood, you know what I'm saying? We're doing club shows, 40 nights. Yeah. Back to back to back. We on a tour bus performing in club. That was a national night. tour. Yeah. National yeah. tour on a bus. Yeah. Performing every night in the clubs. You know what I'm saying? And for some people, they might think about that. They're like, yo, he tripping. Like he done switched sides. Like, Bro, I'm sharing the gospel at the club every night, bro. You understand? Know right. Like, I'm really talking to people. We in the club. I remember it's funny. We in the club. I'll have my set. I'm rocking the crowd, whatever. I get off the stage just to meet people. I like to meet people where they are. I like to talk to them. I get to, yo, what's your name, man? What's your story, man? I appreciate, you know what I'm saying? I saw you rocking with me in the crowd. I talked to them. 
I remember we were in the club, you know what I'm saying? After I got done performing and people really in tears, you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate you talking about God. I've been feeling so far away from him. Yeah. I'm in the club. It's almost one in the morning, two in the morning in the club. And people talking about, man, I appreciate you talking about God. And that's the, that's what, that really opened up my eyes. And I have a lot of them as my followers now. Some of them, they buy my merch, you know what I'm saying? They message me every every other day, keep it up, keep going. They screenshot my music, send it to me. It's like, yo, I'm blasting this all day. Some of them not even believers, bro. Yeah. And they gotta, we gotta understand, like, as Christians, man, like, we're supposed to be like a world. We're supposed to be out here. Like, what good is a lamp if it's under, you know what I'm saying, under the table, under the cloth, Facts. hidden? You're supposed to be out here, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so that's why we're making music. Like, my music is Christian. You can hear the lyrics. You look at the lyrics, like, oh, he's talking about the Lord. But at the same as that time, it is mainstream. It reaches a different audience as well. Yeah. And like for me, for me, it's like, for me, uh, for me, it's like we gotta live that out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm gonna read this shot by a rug rat. He's been sending messages in here showing love. The person I know for a fact isn't lying about his past to me. That makes a sense of it for me. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I appreciate you, rug rat. That's my I, I, I went to school with him. You know what I'm saying? Like they know. They seen what I've been through. You know what I'm saying? That got we got a testimony, we got a story. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like being able to share that story. And when I was able to connect with people on tour, when I was in Ace Hood, is a really genuine person, bro. Like amazing to talk with, build with, like a mentor for me. You know what I'm saying speaks life into me. When you're able to be on tour and you connect with people at that level, you look around and like I don't care what people got to say about me, bro. I right. don't care about what you know what I'm saying what the world got to say about me. I'm on a mission. You know what I'm saying? When you get Absolutely. that clarity. When you get that clarity, bro, you know what I'm saying? It's over with. I, I agree with you 100%, man. Like, um, what I will say is this. There's a lot of people that are believers. And let's, th- let's talk about this light of Christ that's supposed to shine through you. There's a yeah. lot of people, they got that light of Christ, but they plugged it into the wall. And God mm-hmm. wants you to be like a flashlight so you can be mobile. So you can go into those dark places like the club and shine yeah. that light of Christ in there. Think yeah. about that one individual who was really about to crash out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they out, and they go to the out, club like, man, tonight is the night. I'm about to just, this is it for me. I'm going to go yeah. to the club. I'm going to turn up. And then after I leave, goodbye okay. world. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then they go to the club. And they getting drunk. They getting wasted. And then all yeah. of a sudden, in the middle of that process, they see you there. Shining that yeah. light of Christ. And they know for them, this had to be God. Like, I was about to end my life. I went to the club, and this guy was up here talking about Jesus, or he was performing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's something that that, that will mess with somebody mental real quick that's on the edge. And you never know who goes into these buildings. You know what I'm saying? It's meant to be, bro. I know people that tell me stories all the time, man. I know people that tell me stories. They was in the club, and, you know, they they were trying to have fun. And then somebody just straight walk up to them and be like, you know you ain't supposed to be here. (laughs) Then they bounce. (laughs) But it took for that person to walk in the club to tell that individual, you know you ain't supposed to be here. What you doing? Yeah. If that person had said, nah, I ain't going to the club because, you know what I'm saying? I I don't feel like that's where I need to be. If you go in there with a purpose, that's what I want people to understand. You gotta be you gotta have a purpose. Why are you there? Yeah. Are you there to shine the light of Christ? Or are you there to turn up and just be like everybody else? See, there's a difference yeah. between being 
uh, um, in the world and not being in the world. You get what I'm yeah. saying? There's a difference yeah. between being a light of Christ or just being like everybody else. And yeah, so if you're yeah. there on that purpose, like I'm here to win souls, whether it be through the music, whether it be through conversation, whatever the case yeah. may be, to connect with people, then God can bless that. Yeah, I believe so. So I think KB, I think KB said on his podcast uh, last week, he had said something like, "Being a rapper is really a disguise for me." You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm on a mission. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm rapping and people looking like, "Yo, the video hard, the clips, the promo, the car, whatever it is." Like, my brother, I'm on a mission. I got mm-hmm. your eyes. I listen to the words. You know what I'm saying? Listen to what I gotta say. And that's I think deep. that's facts, bro. That's deep, man. So let's talk about this new music that you just dropped. You know, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not Latino, so I don't know how to pr- say it for, correct. So, uh, Afera, Arre- Arre- is that right? Afuera. Afuera. Hey. I, I, I tried to say it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that mean, what's that mean? Outside, correct? Outside. So let's talk about outside. Why was it so important to make a track about outside? And what did it mean to you? What was that thought process when you was making it? Yeah, it's the summertime. You know what I'm saying? It's high energy. Like, the music that I make is Latin, so I get to bring my culture into it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the Cuban swag, the Costa Rican swag into it. Yeah. And being outside, it goes with what I'm saying. Being outside, like, bold about my faith. Like, I'm outside with it. Yeah. Like, I'm everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, it's not like I got to hide who I am. Imagine that. Your life gets changed by God, and you feel like you got to go hide. Right. Tripping. You know what I'm saying? You tripping, whoa. So for me, it's like, I'm outside with it. Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I want, so when people hear the song, it's like, yo, like he's so confident in, in who he is in Christ. He's so confident in, you know what I'm saying, just being himself. And that's what I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's about time. It's about time. Right. It's about time. Takes so. me to the place where it's like, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Yes, like, like we're going to let it shine outside, inside. Don't matter where we at. We're going to let it shine. Um Back. That's deep, man. Uh, shout out to some of the people I, I noticed you've been working with, you know, Karen the Light, uh, yeah. Mike Teasy. I had them on yeah. the platform, Bang with a Prophet. They all been on the same platform, man. They so cold, bro. Them boys are cold. Yeah, for sure. And they all on fire for God, you know, and yeah. I, and that's very deep. So what words of encouragement would you leave with somebody, man, that want to uh, tap in with you or, or that just on a music level, you know, advice when it comes to music in the, in the business? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think uh, some advice that I would share, man, is like, be yourself. Be authentic to who you are, who God made you to be. Every part of your story shapes you to be who God made you to be. So, like, in the beginning, I shared about my testimony with my parents splitting up. That actually shaped me as a man today. People also, you know, new to, to the platform and stuff like that. Um, two years ago, my, my brother passed away. You know what I'm saying and it's tough for me to talk about. And I remember I was on tour, and that's one of the things that brought me to have the conversation about faithful people, is I was actually vulnerable about that in the clubs, on stage. And I was able to connect with people who went through some real tragic stuff, you know what I'm saying? So people who are listening right now is that it gets better, you know what I'm saying? Like, God does not leave you ever in your circumstances, though it might feel like it, though some days might be tough for you, sometimes you feel disconnected, sometimes you feel like God don't hear you, he hears you, and he with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Keep pressing on. Do not lose sight. Do not lose hope. I want to, I want to encourage anybody who's listening right now, uh, who might be, you know, like struggling in their faith. You know what I'm saying? God loves you. And the mistakes that you make, 
are not big enough to hold his love back from you. You know what I'm saying? What can separate us from the love of God? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I want to encourage you, any artist that's listening right now who wants to be able to connect with the audience, make sure to re respond to the comments. Respond to the DMs. No, you're not too big to overlook people who are supporting your music. People who, who are, like right now on a radio interview, who want to ask about your testimony and stuff, this stuff matters. You know what I'm saying? It matters because someone's going to be listening to you and someone could be strengthened by your testimony, your story. You know what I'm saying? And then lastly, if you want to connect with me, you have my social media here, Shepard underscore music. I make music. I make Latin hip-hop. I make hype hip-hop. I make gym anthems. I make boom bap. I got, you know what I'm saying, so many records for the summer is not even funny. Right. So I'm about to drop a whole clip for the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? Of records every couple of weeks. I want to connect with my audience. I want to be faithful to, to the gifts that I have. You know what I'm saying? And just be able to be a light. That's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful, man. Um, real quick before I let you go, go over your goals for us, really quick, man. What what is something you really want to accomplish? Um, I, and I don't like to put time caps on stuff, man. You know, some people be like, "What's your goals for the next five years, ten years?" No, man. Yes. What what's your goal in general? Like ultimate goal? What do you really want to accomplish with your life and being used as a vessel with Christ? Yeah, I think. Uh, okay, so that that in big picture view, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to use all my strengths, my platform, my story to help encourage people to follow God, uh, to be some type of encouragement, uh, to push people closer to God, not farther away from him. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really that, like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to make music that inspires people, uh, reminds them they're not alone. You know what I'm saying? I want them to remember that they got somebody in their corner, uh, that, you know, life is life, and we all go through it. You know what I'm saying? They're not alone. Uh, I want to be able to uh, use my platform to talk about God, whether it's reading the Bible, you know what I'm saying, whether it's talking about my testimony, whether it's connecting in the secular world, you know what I'm saying, radio stations, all that different stuff. I want to do that. I want to be that, you know what I'm saying? I want to be what it means to be a man of God, you know what I'm saying? It's scary because, you know, there's accountability with that, you feel me? For but sure. I want to do that, you feel me? There is. We, we got to have, you know what I'm saying, we call it something. So for me, it's like I want to do that. And then at the same exact time, like, if we look about like like actual goals, like tangible things, I would love to be able to make a living off music. You know what I'm saying? And touring and sync sync licensing with me and my team. I want to see their families prosper. I want to see them. You know what I'm saying? Happy. I yeah. want to have a family. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be able to do all these different things and live a peaceful life. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I I gave my all. I, I definitely want to say grand. shout out to team, bro, because hey, those hey, videos yeah. be next level. Ooh. Next Man, level. Shout out to Eli. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Isaac. Shout out to George Rose. Shout out to Marshall. These are these are my team for real. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're the ones who are on my corner who have my back. So I'm grateful for them. I want to win a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? I want to win a Latin Grammy specifically. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to bring my mom to the Grammys. That's what I want to do. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's real emotional for me. You know what I'm saying? So I do pray that that happens. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it was definitely an honor to talk to you and have you on the platform today. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing your career just go through the stratosphere and also in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I, I really do appreciate you for putting God first in your music and in your lifestyle. You know, I notice I do see you make videos on Instagram and you read the word so people can at least get that. And that's a big deal, man. People don't understand. It's the small things, bro. It's Bruh, the small DM, thing. Man, people DMing me. I'm like, I'm not even teaching it. I'm just reading it. You feel me? And I'm getting messages from people like, yo, this just 
this changed my whole mood. My day was terrible and I needed to hear this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. I just I read scripture, but it's life. Yeah, and that's I a mean, big I, deal. Yeah. We the world we live in. Look, I don't want to go love filled with this conversation. Y'all know how I do. Y'all know how I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But the world we live in, man, they hate the Bible. It's an antichrist spirit going rapid right now. It's so yeah. crazy. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all an example. Uh, Pat Robinson, he just died. He was the one who literally started uh, the Christian Broadcasting Network. Okay, so when you okay. see CBN on TV, that whole network. That's the person that just passed away. And oh, wow. people are celebrating his death right now. Literally celebrating his death because he stood for Jesus Christ. That's crazy. I made a post about him. There are people in the post commenting, finally, I'm glad he's gone. This is great news. But that's really, and I'll share that with y'all to know that that's the spirit of the world we live in right now. If you really yeah. stand for Jesus Christ, there's going to be people that hate you for no reason. Right. Other than that, you serve Jesus Christ. Wow. But when you go through those situations, please remember, the Bible says if they hated him, that's what it is. So if they hate you, remember they hated Christ first. That's what the word yeah. says. So yeah. you can expect that along your journey, bro. You can expect the slander along your journey, but you just got to remember the roots, bro. And, I, and I'm and I'm telling you this now because the higher you go, the higher the attacks become because you're going to be impacting more and more people. You get yeah. what I'm saying? You're yeah. you're going to be impacting more and more people, and so it's clear if hell knows your name or not. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very clear if hell knows your name. That's you tough. see, if hell don't know your name, they ain't worried about you. You ain't no threat. Right. You ain't no problem. Right. But when you get to that level of influence and you're doing it for Christ, you're going to become a problem in the spirit. And the wow. devil will try to throw everything at you. But greater is he who is in me than who, he who is in the world. So you ain't got to worry about none of that. You just got to right. stay the course. And it's a very narrow path, bro. It's a yeah. very narrow path. It's going to be a lot of things along your journey that look pretty. Hey man, yeah. come over here. We got you. Come over yeah. here. But that yeah. narrow path, bro, is a very narrow path to 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 the kingdom. And so, as we continue to do this thing for the Lord, I just want you to be encouraged because the Bible says those who endure into the end shall be saved. So yeah. I, I I just want to put that in you, man, because when you have influence, when you have that kind of and music is powerful, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Music it is, is so powerful. It so, is. It influences the thoughts, actions, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. mindset of the person. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Kraken. That's the big homie. Shout out to Tommy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, versus love, love him anyway. That's facts. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Nah, that's facts, though. That's facts. I appreciate that encouragement, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep it pushing. Absolutely. We got, we got a mission in front of us. You know what I'm saying? We traveling. I'm about to be in Spain in two weeks for a missions trip. You know what I'm saying? So Come on, now. We sharing the gospel over there on campuses, and, and I'm performing over there in Spain. You feel me? I love so it. So it's, it's, it's just, it's just a start, man. It's just a start. I love it. Look, man, I, I'm really looking forward to your journey. Definitely stay tapped in with you, man. God bless you, bro. God bless Thank your family. You. I pray Thank nothing you. but protection over you while you go through this journey and you continue yeah. to reach different levels 
you know, um, when you hit those different levels, it's going to be less and less people that can relate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to yeah. be less and less people that can relate. And it's going to be more and more people talking. But Dang. you got God with you, bro. And that's all that Dang. matters. You're doing this for the kingdom. Um, as long as you allow him to direct your path, you're going to be straight. Amen. So I'll leave you with that. Everyone that's tapping in right now, you know what time it is. This is King Legend Talks. I appreciate you for being here. You can tap in on iHeartRadio, and this will be available on all streaming platforms. Y'all have a good one, man. We out. You be a king and a legend, boy. That's a big one, huh? He ain't enough to just be a king. And you got the lion in the background, boy. You the dangerous guy, man. <laughs> you are put through the fire. The only thing that kept me going was I knew it was going to happen. I believed it was going to happen. Oh, I used to, used to print out that list and I would put my name at the top. I would white out the person at the top and I'd put my name. And I would print out that list and I'd keep it in my pocket for the next four months until one day the email that I got had my name at the top. Yeah, they gon' feel this one. Yeah. Walking through the valley, still my God is there. Ain't no turning back, I had to shed them tears. Devil try to kill me all throughout the year. Living like I'm chosen, what I got to feel. I'm still alive, I'm still alive, I'm still alive. It's a, I'm still alive. Man, I've been through hell, but I'm still alive.
niggas that was chain around with children. I was tryna pull a double, almost got my trust, yeah. Even with my brothers, ain't no one that come my cousin. I used to ride, clean me, cut with the black on my side. Come a long way, keep it down on my side. Too bad he came with two bangles, who he? Too bad he know he just rockin' with G. When you from the trench, you know it's popping with me. Let's get it.